morning, good morning. It's the Black Boy Joy Social Worker, also known as Rashid Westry. I'm just coming here today to you to give you uh, my mid-semester reflection. Woo! <laughs> so as many of you know, I am in the uh, University of South Carolina College of Social Works um, MSW program, Masters of Social Work program. And I just wanted to come here today and kind of give uh, a reflection of my experience so far. Um, I am planning to graduate, or I'm scheduled to graduate attentively May 2022. Ah, thank God, I can't wait for that to come. So I just have uh, about a year and a month left. So I just completed my uh, second year, or I'm about to complete my second year of my MSW pr- uh, program. And I must say, I've gotten here by the grace of God because it has not been an easy journey. Um, but I just wanted to go in and kind of give like perspectives, um, well, my perspectives, just a little bit of background about myself. Um, I want to talk about things like self-care. I want to talk about my field placement experience. I want to talk about the professors. I want to talk about, you know, different trials and tribulations that I've experienced throughout this journey. Um, And then I just want to uh, reflect or or what I look forward to on my final stretch of um, the duration of this program. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right. So the MSW program at um, USC, University of South Carolina, has been, uh, thus far, it has been an amazing experience. I mean, uh, many of you don't know my background, but I am from Harlem, New York City. Um, And if you know anything about Harlem, um, you know that many areas, especially where I was uh, born and raised, um, was very much so impoverished. Um, I grew up in the housing projects on 126th Street and Lexington Avenue. Um, growing up, I always knew I was different, not just because of my sexuality, but because I had a passion to help people. And I mean, I was always that friend that my friends came to for advice. And I never knew why, but for some reason, I always gave good advice. I always wanted to help people. Um, and I think that kind of started like with my grand, my grandmother, my mother, who are uh, big within the community. Uh, not that they do a lot in the community, just because they're just so well known that everyone flocks to them. So I was always that person. Um, um, and then I was raised up in the church. So, you know, helping out in different entities in the church has gave me that passion or has fulfilled my passion um, for helping people. So um, after graduating um, South Carolina State University, in 2019, where I obtained my a bachelor's of social work, I'm sorry, bachelor's of sociology, <laughs> um, I sat down with my advisor and she was just like, Rashid, you know you'd be a great social worker. And I said, well, I don't know too much about social work. I know that I have, I have two aunts who are social workers. Um, but when you thought, when I thought about social workers or when people in general think about social workers, they think about um, someone taking away uh kids from families and things like that but once once I sat down and did my research and was able to talk to my advisor I got a deeper perspective of what it actually meant to be a social worker I mean it was so much more than what many people think so my passion from social well let me first tell you all what social work is so social workers are professionals who like basically aim to enhance the overall well-being 
and meet people's basic and complex needs. Um, and that goes within any community. I feel like social workers are essential everywhere. Okay. <laughs> um, and my passion for social work came, and I mean, this is just a little personal story. Um, my passion for social work came, um, just thinking back, I already talked about how I was like a help, helper in the community and things like that. But just thinking back, and I always reflect back to the story. I remember in the sixth grade or the seventh grade, I was dealing with um, issues regarding my sexuality and things like that, not knowing who I wanted to, to be, not knowing who I liked, what I liked, whatever. And I just remember always having a lot of girlfriends, like always hanging around girls, whatever, whatever, whatever. And there was a teacher in my school who, um, you know, I, I look back and say he didn't like me. But anyway, there was a teacher in my school who called me um, the F word, a, de- a derogatory uh, gay bashing word. And it, it, I don't know, like, I don't, even at that time, I didn't know what it meant, but I just remember the feeling of it hurting me to the core. So uh, later that day or that week, I don't know, I wrote a suicide note to, um, I just wrote a suicide note and I asked one of my friends to please give it to her name. Her name was Miss Medina. And I didn't realize her position, but she was a social worker. And I didn't realize that at the time. And she gave it, they gave it to her. Um, And I had to go through all of these evaluations and things like that. Um, But Miss Medina, and I have to credit her, she counseled me into, to first of all, loving myself, not allowing anyone to take that away from me, Um, not giving power to um, individuals who are negatively bash people and you know just living my life for myself and I mean from that point in my life on I have been able to be the best human being that I can possibly be so I give a lot of credit to her um so that was my real first experience with a social worker so my passion for it goes beyond um just wanting to help people but I, I want to heal people if that makes sense so Currently, I work for uh, Richmond County Department of Social Services as a family preservation case manager. And although I'm not providing the services to uh, my clients, what I am doing is referring them out to uh, specific providers that can essentially help them where they are and get some where they want to be. And you should see, and on the side, I kind of do my little thing, um, but you should see how when I meet a family, they're here. And then with the support of myself, uh, their social worker or therapist or counselor at uh, the service provider and, you know, just family support and things like that. You should see how or it's amazing to see how they go from here to there and are able to live full lives. So I, oh God, I just find so much fulfillment in that. Um, So, yeah, so that's my passion for social work. Number two, let's get into the professors at USC or the uh, College of Social Work professor. Now, I must say, and I'm not going to call any names, but I have not had a negative experience with uh, a professor within this program. And I think that's very important. Um, I think, especially since the pandemic has hit, and we'll get into that later about my life and how the pandemic has uh, affected me. But especially since the pandemic hit, 
I think the university as a whole, and then especially the professors, have been so caring and understanding to individual situations. I mean, I know I had a lot going on. I know others had a lot going on, but the professors have been just amazing. I, like I said earlier, I have not had a negative experience with any professor. Um, I'm, I would love to shout out some of my favorite professors that I've came in contact so far, but I don't know who's going to hear this, so I love you all. <laughs> um, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into my field placement and that experience. So basically, my field placement is at my job. It's a uh, employment-based field placement. And the reason why I had to do that was because my work schedule is so not hectic, but it's at eight to five, so eight thirty to five. So a lot of people, or a lot of um, a lot of field placement, they did not want to hire me because I just didn't fit into that schedule. Whatever, it's unfortunate. But I mean, my experience with my field placement so far has been amazing. So, like I said earlier, I'm a family preservation case manager. So I've been working with the the second shift investigations, and it is completely different from what I do on a daily basis. And I mean, like uh, the second shift investigators, they are the first responders to these uh, emergency situations with children and families, and it's their job to to uh, investigate these uh, investigate these uh, allegations, and from there they're able to refer them or to indicate the case or refer them to services, which is in my unit. So it's just amazing to see that experience. And I mean, like, it's just been a fulfilling thing. So, so now I kind of, I kind of got cross-trained to understand how the case even comes to me and to see where the family are in the beginning. So that, that's just been amazing to me. And I have to give them so much credit. And I'm gonna shout out my field instructor, Asia Zanders, who has worked with me. I mean, she understands my work schedule and how crazy and how um, anything can come up at any time. Um, so she's just been amazing. And I truly, truly, truly appreciate her. Um, so then I just wanna talk about some personal trials and tribulations that I've experienced with, that I've experienced through um, the pandemic and just throughout the duration of this program. And I mean, I, I totally understand and acknowledge that everyone goes through things, but I think the biggest thing is that different situations affect different people different ways. <laughs> that was a mouthful. <laughs> but just for myself, um, there are just there's just been a lot. I mean, I had to like relocate because of the pandemic. Um, after relocating I had to relocate again so I'm in another uh, place so it's just been a lot on me um, just different type of family situations um, things that have had me depressed um, I actually ca caught COVID and I was down for about two weeks and I mean it was the worst feeling ever I wish that on no one I mean it was horrible thank God I didn't have to go into the hospital thank God I had uh, great friends to take care of me but it was my body just felt out of it and then you know after the after the 14 day quarantine is over i mean the thing that they don't tell you is that um you know it's 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 still a progress to to getting regaining your strength um not feeling tired all the time um regaining taste and smell i mean it was just i was out for a good month i mean after the after the 14 day quarantine it took me another two weeks to even feel better i lost uh, about 20 pounds because i wasn't eating 
Um, so it was it was a lot on me and it took a toll on me. Um, and the pandemic as a whole took a toll on me, just being locked up in the house, not being able to see friends and family, worrying about my grandmothers, um, worrying about my family in New York because you know it was a hot spot up there. So constantly worrying, constantly praying and trying to figure out what's going on. Lord, please get me out of this situation. But overall, today, I believe I'm in a great spot. I have a new appreciation for life. I have a new outlook and new perspective on my goals and my dreams and my aspirations. So it's just been a rewarding uh, thing. So there's a, the preacher says <laughs> every, uh, every setback is a setup for a major comeback. And I believe those setbacks gave me the strength to come back even stronger. So I'm very grateful for that. So then I would just want to talk about my self-care and things that I'd like to do. So everybody's self-care is different. So don't judge me on mine because I won't judge you on yours. <laughs> but I think for my self-care, um, there's this thing on Wednesday nights downtown Columbia at Main Course. And it's like an open mic night. And it's, it's, I love music. I love live singing. I love singing in general. So I go there on Wednesday nights have a couple of drinks, <laughs> don't judge me, <laughs> um, have a couple of drinks, kind of decompress, enjoy my friends and family, um, and just live in the moment. And then, you know, I get back into my groove. The other things I do, I just moved into this great neighborhood with walking paths. So I like to take my dog Dallas out for a walk um, daily, kind of clear my head. That's my uh, decompression um, where I have time to release and kind of get my thoughts together kind of plan to plan ahead and kind of get everything and then another thing I like to do is I, my, my family my immediate family lives in New York but my family is from Georgetown South Carolina so what I like to do is I like to go down I like to call it the country I like to go down to the country with my with my Geechee family down there you see I turn my Geechee I like to go down to the country with my Geechee family down there we like to have good time um, so we eat crabs you know just oysters and other seafoods and just sit around the fire pit and just have a great time. So I love, love, love doing that on the weekends. Um, and then for the uh, final stretch of my program, I guess the things that I kind of look forward to is I just want to be able to pass all of my classes. First of all, this semester, like I said, it was a trying semester from the beginning to about the midpoint, but I was able to kind of catch up and get myself together. I believe I was in great communication with my professors, letting them know what was going on with me, letting them know things, and they were very, very, very understanding, and I appreciate them for that. And then what I look forward to is I look forward to, first of all, I look forward to finding a, a field placement for next semester. I mean, every interview that I've had has been kind of declined because, um, you know, just my, my work schedule. So I'm in the process of thinking about do I want to um, resign from my job just for a year and kind of get back in the groove of things with school or um, just find a, like a night internship. So just still weighing out my options, I'll be in touch with um, the appropriate people to get things done. Um, I also look forward to um, graduating, duh. <laughs> I mean, I love this program, but you know, part-time program what I will say it's 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 much harder and much challenging and much more I hate to say it, a little bit more inconvenient for um, my lifestyle 
I mean, Saturdays are my day to rest after a full week. So having to get up at 8.30 just to be in class, it's a lot, but you know, I've been doing it and I mean, the time has been flying. So I'm not complaining, but I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> um, it's, 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 it's just a lot. But um, I think the other thing that I look forward to is um, being the first in my family to have, my immediate family to have master's degree. I mean, um, I'm the first in my family to have a bachelor's degree, but I think a master's degree will raise the bar a little bit higher to allow my younger brother and younger cousins to know that education is possible regardless of where, where we are from, regardless of what situation that we've gone through, regardless of what circumstances may arise that you can press through and education is possible if that's your path. I'm not knocking anyone's path. My little brother is great with his hands. So, um, and then finally, I think the the last thing that I look forward to is just um, getting it all over with. <laughs> and I, I and and finally, I just want to thank um, again. I want to thank all of my professors just for being completely understanding. I believe that they all have been great. I mean, like fantastic. I mean. If I can give them all an award, like I would, like that's how amazing they've been. Um, I don't think that, you know, any of us were prepared for this pandemic, but I, I believe that USC sprung into action and was able to help the students out where they could. Great compassion for us. I mean, I don't know. It's just been an amazing experience and I truly appreciate it. Um, so finally, Thanks, thank you, um, Dr. Jeremy Martin. Oh, doctor, Dr. Jeremy Martin. <laughs> See, I'm speaking that into existence for you. <laughs> thank you, Professor Martin, for this. This this has been an amazing reflection, and I and I'm glad I was able to sit down and do this. I hope people hear this. Black Boy Joy, social worker, is out. <laughs>